So for some of you, and perhaps maybe for all of us, there's awareness that uh, we're nearing the end of the retreat. And it's just interesting to notice one's uh, tendencies. Uh, And maybe with some loving kindness and a little bit of humor, too, and understanding our humanness. So for some of us, it's like, 21 and a half hours left from 2 o'clock now. So I'm going to just go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm going for enlightenment, you know? <laughs> and, of course, we'd all say, like, yeah, go for it. And then there are some of us like, eh, it's already over. You know, I've got to start planning now. Now, never mind tomorrow. They're going to tell me tomorrow. I have to do it now. And um, ooh, that temptation to check the cell phone if you didn't renounce it, um, you know, or whatever. You know, the mind tends to... It really, I know I'm joking, but it does, tend to, it does tend to go into future thinking. And that's not, you know, bad yogi behavior. It's human behavior. You know, it is, we anticipate. In some ways, the system is, is, is anticipating and is trying to prepare for change. And sometimes we forget, as we try to prepare for change, that we're already in it. You know, we're already in change, like all the time. So it takes a you know, particular kind of... Um, Mm, recommitment, if you will, recommitment to the practice in the last, you know, last day of retreat. <clears throat> it's worth it. Just personal opinion. It's really worth it. Um, and you never know what's going to happen, actually. I mean, we joke about enlightenment, but who knows? Why not at least, you know, go for it? No. It's like what I'm trying to say is this opportunity is so precious. I'm not saying that to be, you know, I don't know, homey or something. It's, it's precious. It's precious because we may never have the opportunity again. You know, we just don't know in terms of the conditions of our lives whether uh, we, we can make a retreat or take a retreat for ourselves. So if we take a retreat that way and maybe even life that way, we're pretty awake pretty awake. So just uh, all of this to encourage you to uh, recommit moment to moment uh, to your exploration and your practice. It's like all this energy and effort has gone in. Why throw it away with just staying lost in thinking about the future? Now, notice what emphasized word I had there, staying so your mind will go there. Just bring it back. Bring it back here now. Well, the truth is we don't know what's going to happen in the next moment, never mind tomorrow. So we just bring our attention back. That's the practice. <clears throat> and I'm asking for your attention right now just for a few announcements in terms of structure. So if you haven't noticed this change on the bulletin board, um, and we will be we'll be practicing here till three, and then there will be a half hour walking period from three to three thirty. So you can, um, you know, do your walking period, and then we'll come back in at three thirty, <clears throat> and we'll have a sitting, um, pr- you know, probably a half hour sitting, and then uh, the manager's talk, which is, will help with some of the details uh, for tomorrow. And then we will go back into silence. We'll have a walking period. We'll have our 
dinner time, um, evening sit, walking. And uh, this evening we'd like to offer you a question and answer period. So if you've left notes for us on the board and they haven't been answered and you have some questions or if you're sitting on some questions or if you have no questions whatsoever but later this evening one arises, um, we'll, we'll open up the, the evening session to uh, take some questions and um, hopefully uh, they will be helpful to you in your practice. So that will be our evening session, and that will include some meditation as well. And then we'll have our regular walking and uh, closing sit, closing of the evening. And tomorrow we'll, we'll have a closing circle. So everything I'm going to say in a second, I'm going to tell you just to forget it. But for those that are kind of, you know, that structure is helpful, we will have a closing circle tomorrow. We'll have an opportunity to, you'll hear from us about some of our experiences over the years with uh, working with integration, going back home again, that will be all part of that, and um, opportunity to share together. So that will be, it's such a, a rich time, really. The closing uh, aspect of a retreat is, um, I think, is a very important integrative time. So um, if you're kind of thinking maybe you want to go home before, but you're not sure, I just want to encourage you to um, see if you can stay. It's, it's, it's a helpful way to end a retreat. So my opinion. So, um, so all that, let's, you know, that gets thoughts in mind going, understandably. Let's just drop it, if you can, and come to a standing position. We'll just do a little standing practice, and then I'll offer you a guided sitting. So I don't know about the rest of you, but I know for myself that this first sit after lunch, whew, hard to stay awake, isn't it? Does anyone find that to be true? Yeah, I, I had a month retreat, and it was like really all the way to the end of the month. It, it stayed that way at this afternoon sitting. So uh, maybe one way to support um, the the part of us that wants to be awake for the guided sitting practice. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're going to do a little, um, just a little movement standing. So let's just start with uh, finding that place of balance with the earth. Chaz has offered this guided awareness of standing. So just see if you can find that in your own body. Palms of the feet connected with the earth, the floor. Softening in your chest and belly. Just letting the whole body settle into this standing position. Slightly bending the knees and tucking the tailbone so you have that nice sense of balance and openness. Noticing sound as it comes in. Uh, the thing about mindful awareness is that, that we that it, it can include everything. 
It can also narrow, too, in, in useful ways. I'll talk about that a little bit more. Later. We can even notice as we're standing here, you know, just gently touching in, like, hmm, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. You know, no big project, just a little checking in. And maybe as Elisa was saying this morning, there's a, a, a shifting sands even in that experience of pleasant, neutral, and unpleasant. I often find sometimes when I'm earnestly in that investigation, the thought will come up in my mind, well, I don't really know. No, I don't really know. So just allowing, the, don't stress about that. Just allowing the not knowing. Um, you know, it's, it's not a race to get to the finish line. So uh, just dropping into this support of standing. And just noticing if your feet tend to lean towards the outside or the inside. And I like to just reorient that so I can find uh, as much of my feet touching the earth as possible. Sometimes I just absolutely have to readjust because they tend to be leaning out or leaning in. making space for the breath, as much space as, as the body can allow for this breath to have the room it wants and needs. And in your own time, just offer some simple movements. I am going to put the mic down so I can show you. Um, just uh, So we're just kind of waking up the body. Think of it that way, just giving it some, yeah, it's so great. It's just like the collective mind, like several people are just doing what I was just going to suggest. So I love it. Um.
Thank you, everyone, for uh, exploring that with me. Hmm. There's something very sweet, you know, um, facing the community. Um, just, you know, just, just, just beholding that that beautiful movement and everyone in their own manifestation of humanness. It's 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 um, nice. So uh, we're going to practice this afternoon uh, with a, a practice, and some of you may be familiar with this practice or maybe not with the name of it, but have actually been experiencing it already in your practice, and it's called Choiceless Awareness. How, how many of you are familiar with the practice Choiceless Awareness? Some of you, yeah. And if you're not, like, all the better, <laughs> because you're, you know, you're, your mind is just open to whatever it is, and that's really what the practice is. Uh, so uh, just a few words, though, about um, Chaz gave some a little brief instruction about in the walking today, uh, which is, is actually a really, really powerful way to practice. Because, in fact, in our waking daily lives, there's, it's not so narrow-focused, is it? I mean, maybe like if we're preparing for something and we're very concentrated, yeah, it is then. But in our everyday life transitions, uh, there's a lot happening all at once, you know, including sometimes being interrupted you know, in our focus. So that practice of actually being able to be aware of the, the wider field, even if it's in the background, but bringing the attention to whatever the direct, you know, whatever you're directing your attention to is really, is really useful and stabilizing for the mind and thus for one's living. So let's just notice that right now as we uh, find our, our sweet spot of sitting, what feels well-balanced for you in your sitting or, or laying down practice. Sorry for the noise. <clears throat> so just take, taking the time, you might even be scanning through your body, like what, you know, what needs a little support in terms of um, um, having balance in your body. You know, do the knees are the knees well supported? You know, do you have a sense of balance between? back body and front body, whole body. So as the attention is on this uh, process of connecting and settling with the sensations in the body, we might just also notice that hearing is happening, sound is happening. So in this practice, we can, even when there's other points of awareness that are arising, like sensations in the body or sound, but let's just say you're practicing in that concentrated way where you're bringing the attention back to the breath or, or back to your sitting posture or 
back to sound if that's your anchor. You can notice how in a directed way, we can direct the attention. We could call it in a narrow way, and I don't mean that pejoratively, but just more descriptively, that we can focus just on you know one sensation of the breath. Sometimes when people say, if, you, if you're doing a breath meditation, people say, well, I can't, I can't follow the whole breath. Sometimes the instruction will be, well, just, just notice a half of a half a breath. You know, so we're just bringing the attention to match up with that sensation and resting there, connecting with the sensation. That's a, that's a narrow and focused attention. You might have experienced that in your eating practice. I mean, there's several different suggestions for eating. And so it might be that your attention moved to different things or you may have made it your practice for eating just to focus on the picking and picking up and putting down the fork. So that's also focused attention. Your mind wanders, but you go back to what the primary object is. So if you widened your attention to include different sensations, uh, you might notice not just the breath or the sensations of sitting, but for many of you, I'm sure, you like it or not, uh, what we would call pain or an unpleasant sensation calls out your attention, and you're aware of that. Attention goes right there. Or then maybe you're aware of that and something you hear a sudden sound and the attention goes there. Even if you're saying, I'm doing a focused concentration practice, something else arises, it will, it will, take the, it will draw the attention. That's fine. What we're cultivating here is not to exclude anything, actually. So in that cultivation of concentrated focus, we then begin to let go of that scaffolding, and begin to open up. So what do I mean by that? So even if in this moment you're feeling really sleepy, you can actually be aware of it. Not something necessarily to get rid of or to get lost in. It's actually easy to get lost in sleepy, just physical nature of it. But if you feel really sleepy and you want to stand up for this guided practice, please feel free to do that. Perhaps within your exploration of uh, thinking and feeling, those are the areas that tend to be stickier. What do I mean by that? Our mind gets caught in them. We lose, we lose awareness that thinking is actually happening. We, it's almost like we become the thoughts or, or we're, we're driven by the thoughts. So maybe you've noticed with the instructions last night or today with looking at the feeling tone or maybe with the emotions or maybe all of them, you've begun to notice that capacity of mind to be aware of thought itself, to actually not be lost in it, to notice it. Or even when... We're waking up out of being lost in it. That's noticing thought. And for some of us, we may have even noticed the 
beginning of a thought or the breaking up of a thought. Like Chaz was saying last night, just when we bring attention to it, it's almost like a, a, a bubble in a boiling pot of water. It, it, it rises and, and bursts. You know, it disappears. In fact, actually, thoughts disappear all the time. We're just not aware of it. So today, right now, I'd like to invite us all to hmm, trying to find the words for this. I'm going to start with an image. If it doesn't work for you, don't worry about it. Imagining your mind like the sky. If we, if we just even contemplate the sky a little bit. Now, if you're a scientist, go easy. <laughs> the sky's vastness, boundlessness, infiniteness. So if you're noticing awareness, let's say, just awareness itself, and, or presence, or knowing, there be lots of different synonyms. See if you can notice that knowing is boundless. Much like when you notice sensations in the body, it's not imagining that you have a body, is it? It's just noticing sensations. So this vast, boundless awareness, boundless like the sky, isn't outside of us and is not limited to what we would call inside of us. So I invite you to just feel that in your being rather than figure it. And notice if you can how you can rest in it, actually.
So in this boundless awareness, there is no preference. There's just whatever arises within it. Maybe it's a sound that arises in this sky mind, comes and goes like a shooting star. It appears and disappears. It could be a sensation. Maybe it's a sound. Maybe it's the thought, oh, this isn't this is not feeling so great. So then there's the next thought, like, where's my anchor? Well, then resting in your anchor. Beautiful. That's arising too. This awareness meets everything. Without grabbing on or rejecting, it even meets grabbing on and rejecting. Which, as we know, just in being human, that happens. Our feelings come up, things that are important to us, our thoughts. There's a collected, sometimes it feels sticky attention there. Okay, so that's there in this vast, open awareness. It arises it lives its life and it disappears just like everything. What's it like to trust this truth? And just allow it. Just allow it, whatever it is, moment to moment. Dropping the doing, 
dropping the doer. It's just this. And if at any time during this uh, period of uh, meditation, if you're finding that there's a strong inclination to return your attention to that one-pointed awareness of sitting or a breath or body, just notice how there doesn't need to be any resistance and just allowing that that too is in this vast, boundless arising and disappearing.
mind as wide and boundless as the sky.
nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. Nothing left out.
even if it fades or feels lost, awareness is always present. We just reconnect. Whatever is arising, whatever is disappearing, boundless receptivity,
In these last few minutes of this meditation, I'm just noticing the sound coming in right now, the mind making sense <clears throat> of the words. Just in your own natural way, just beginning to find a connection with the earth element, the earth element of body, contact, touch. Beginning to notice that sense of touch. Or ground. And just notice how you can also rest your attention there. directing the attention now to what anchors you, what anchors you in the body, sense of touch or the breath, whole body sitting, sound, whatever is natural for you. Letting the attention gently and calmly and clearly anchor there. Still resting in that awareness. Out there, out there, says Rumi, beyond right or wrong is a field, a field of understanding. I'll meet you there.
Thank you for your practice. So as you transition and move into your walking practice, helpful to feel the feet on the ground, very helpful, and uh, can explore with this. Well, some of you, you might want to go outside and, and actually just explore with, you know, keeping the, you know, maintaining the connection with the feet contact, but almost like uh, as a touch point, and then you can just allow that awareness to, uh, to expand, if you'd like to continue practicing that way. If that, <clears throat> if you just know that doesn't feel suitable, then there's nothing to stress about. Just continue on with the walking practice in the way that uh, supports you. So we'll see you back again at 3.30. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.